Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are. It is Friday, September 21st, and I am going to do a little life update and celebration podcast today because I am super happy in my life right now. And it's not because everything is perfect and it's not because I don't have things that I would like to be different, but it's because I am really seeing so much of the growth that I've had in certain areas of my life over the past couple of years and getting to really see that and honor that in myself and just acknowledge myself feels so powerful. So I want to start by saying that today I am six months alcohol free and I am super freaking proud of myself. This is the longest I've gone being alcohol free. And I can honestly say, I don't know that I will be alcohol free my whole life. Like, I don't feel that this is like a decision that is a life decision for me, but What I have come to realize over my sober curious journey is that going alcohol free or sobriety, whatever you want to call it, taking a break gets to be a tool. And here's what I mean by that. Taking alcohol out of your life for however long you want to or desire to can really show you the truth of your life. And what I believe is an opening for greater intimacy. And of course, like this intimacy starts like with yourself, but ultimately like that intimacy with yourself extends into all of your relationships. Now, This last time I decided to take alcohol out was kind of like a, I can't think of what the word is. Is it reflux reaction or reflex? (laughs) An acid reflux reaction, like a reflex reaction to an experience I had right after my mom died. So some of you know that my mom passed away unexpectedly in February and it was really, really hard. And the first couple of weeks, I was very numb. Like I would cry, but like, I wasn't in the experience. Like I wasn't really feeling the effects of my mom is no longer here, but I had emotions, like emotion was just like running through me. Right. And right after she died was my boy's spring break. It was like a few weeks later and we had already booked a trip to go to Tybee Island And I really wanted to give them a trip, you know? So like my motivation for going was I really want to give my boys their spring break experience. And so we went. And at this point I was still kind of like doing what I would say, like mindful drinking, like, you know, drinking not very often. And that felt really good to me. And on this trip, I had a glass of wine one night. And then the next night my husband came home and he'd been out kind of like partying it up a little bit with his dad on the golf course for his birthday. So he came home and he was at this whole other level, right? 
And my girlfriend was down there with me and she had been, you know, commenting about like going out at some point, like going out one night um, to go dancing. And I remember just this moment where I felt myself, like I, I tried a little bit of a sip of wine and I was like, Ugh, I don't even want this. But I also felt so disconnected from the environment and, you know, from where my husband was. And I felt like at this, at this time, like I really just wanted to like not be with myself. You know, like I didn't want to be in the night. I didn't want to be where I was. And so I had a couple glasses of wine and this was probably the most wine I'd had in freaking forever, like, like probably five years. So I had three glasses of wine. And for me at that point, I was drunk. Right. And so then we ended up, my girlfriend and I called another friend who lived down close to where we were staying. And we went out for that night. And that night I had more drinks than I've had literally in five years. And the next day I had the worst hangover. Like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, I used to feel like this, like at least once a month, you know, like probably once a month, I would have like a really bad hangover in my 20s, you know, like 30s, early 30s too. Like, and so it really brought me back to why I don't enjoy alcohol that much. Now I'm not demonizing alcohol. I'm not saying like people shouldn't have it. I'm just saying, I really started to remember like, oh gosh, this is why I don't (laughs) really enjoy having it. And it was from this night, from this like, kind of like reflex. I think that's the word now, right? I think this reflex reaction of processing my mom's death and then wanting to, you know, like please my friend who was wanting to go out and wanting to not be where I was. It was like this beautiful tornado, (laughs) this beautiful storm to take me out of like what I'd been doing for so long, so well, which was just like, you know, barely drinking. And this experience was kind of like a wake up call to me. You know, it was like, I want you, Jenny, to like draw a line in the sand. And so it was that moment I was like, I'm going to take alcohol out and I'm never drinking again. Like that was kind of what I was telling myself. I'm never drinking again. And it's interesting, like the, the part of me that loves to go deep inside myself. And I have this like really deep inner world. I really wanted to not miss any of the growth and expansion that I felt was available and going to happen through the experience of grief. I believe that grief is one of the mo- while it is one of the most hardest things that we experience as humans i also think it's one of the most beautiful things that we experience as humans and my experience so far because i wasn't allowing alcohol to hide me from any of the feelings that have come up over the past 6 months 
has been that grief and allowing all those feelings has opened my heart even more. And I think this is where I'm really seeing that reality for myself. Like over these past six months, this moment in time when I drank too much and had the consequences of drinking too much with a hangover also then invited me to extreme, extreme reward in the lens of like, I'm getting to see so much that's like in my, my memories. And that's like in my emotional body around my mom's death. And it just continues to happen. I continue to get these like glimpses of how am I like her? What would I like to be different? How am I remembering her in this moment? And it's bringing me to tears. There we go. And there's some tears right there. It's been such a heart-filled process that I have been allowing myself to go through over the past six months because I let myself use sobriety as a tool. And the tool and the tool is like it's opening my heart. I feel like my heart has been cracked so wide open in this experience of losing my mom. And that, of course, is bringing up memories of other losses and even not even memories of just like being with a part of myself who remembers losing my dad when I was little. You know, my conscious memory doesn't have like the, I don't have conscious memories, but I know that there's some unconscious memories. And the reason I'm so proud of myself is because I have let sobriety show me my heart. And I don't know that I need sobriety forever. I truly don't. I just know that there are experiences in life where we need to deeply feel and we need to commit to our presence. And we need to commit to being in a process with ourselves and that taking alcohol out as an aid in that experience will only serve you. So that's my life update and my celebration update. That I don't know what's next. I don't know if I'll stay alcohol free. I've been having these fantasies 
about sexy date nights with my husband with a glass of wine. It's always a sexy date night. Like my fantasies are always a sexy date night or like (laughs) literally just being someplace beautiful with my husband. He's my most favorite person. Um, He's my most favorite person to enjoy a glass of wine with. Like, so who knows? What I know is that going alcohol-free for the past six months has been the best decision that I've ever made for myself. And that I will continue to trust the decisions that I want to make. So if this has been helpful for you, if this has been, if you've been following my journey, if you are listening to this podcast because you are either struggling with your journey with alcohol or you want to maybe take alcohol out for a little while, I want to encourage you to trust the decision that you want to make around your alcohol consumption. Trust your knowing. If you're getting the nudge, do it. And if you want help on this next leg of your journey, if you know that having a coach who is going to teach you and hold your hand and guide you along the way, not necessarily because you're going alcohol-free for a period of time, but because you know that just having someone who is literally on your side, but with a zoomed out lens, who can see a different perspective, I want to invite you to get on a vision session call with me. I'm going to link the call to um, the show notes to to, to book. Uh, on a vision, vision session, we look at what's possible for your life. What's possible for your life when, you know, you take a break? What's possible for your life when you really sit with what is what's possible for your life when you allow any emotion to just move through you and you don't resist them what's possible for your life when you step into new levels of discomfort i hope you have an amazing weekend i will talk to you soon